It's back to school today and uh, the rest of the week, for now, anyhow, it's uh, definitely going to be outdoor recess day, too, with this uh, milder weather trend coming our way. But uh, yes, there they were, picketing again yesterday. The teachers haven't really heard any reaction from the province to that strike yet. They've been adamant. I know about not including classroom complexity because they want school divisions to make up their own minds. So unless... Saskatchewan teachers, President Samantha Beacock got a call last night to head back to the bargaining table. There is uh, really not much more uh, I can report on as far as talks go yet this morning. I do know firsthand there were hundreds and hundreds of teachers on both sides of the Albert Street Bridge yesterday here in Regina between college and the ledge. Many carrying signs. There was lots of honking horns. I gave him a honk and a wave to as I passed. I can only guess that their next move will come quickly, you would think, if this province isn't budging. That's only my opinion, that they probably will want to keep the pressure as difficult as it may seem for some parents with child care, but uh, it does seem the majority of the, the parents are on the teacher's side from what I hear and see. Will they... Uh, Quickly move to uh, take extra action. Something tells me they will if uh, they're not getting a phone call today. It's warming up. Maybe even melting by the weekend. I know we welcomed that extra snow yesterday, and every little bit helps, right? There's that report out that suggests 81% of farmland in Canada is either abnormally dry or in a state of full drought, so... Hopefully we uh, we get more eventually, or we got to pray for some April showers big time for our farming community, many of whom, the cattle ranchers in particular, are in uh, Regina right now for the Saskatchewan Beef Conference that opened up yesterday. Hope it's going well for you and you're enjoying your stay here in Regina. Saskatchewan Rough Riders making a little uh, news yesterday. They uh, they signed offensive lineman Logan Furlan, who's a big fan favorite, to a two-year contract extension. And kicker Brent Lawther, too. He signed for three more years. His kicking percentage of 84 is the highest of any kicker in team history. He told the Green Zone after uh, struggling to stay in the league at the beginning of his career, means a lot to stay in one spot. My second chance at kind of life in the CFL, and this is home for me, and I couldn't imagine, you know, putting on another uniform or playing anywhere else. With his accuracy, the Buffalo Bills could have used him Sunday, huh? Against the Chiefs. I think uh, the Ryder signings are going to come fast and furious before the uh, February trade deadline here. More to come, I suspect. Mentioning the Bills there made me think, uh, remember on Sunday, we kept seeing Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason, shirtless? Well, here's a little update. Courtesy of a little girl by the name of Ella, who some of you may have seen him hoisting up in his arms, this little girl. She is riding high from getting picked up by Travis Kelsey's brother, Jason, who, as you know, was shirtless most of the game by the fourth quarter in particular, and he was tossing beer back like they were lemonade. Anyhow, at one point, Kelsey hops out of the private suite there where he's watching with Taylor Swift, among others, and he sees this little girl trying to wave at Taylor Swift. She she never saw the little girl. So Kelsey hops out, picks her up high so Taylor could see Ella's sign. 
that said, best first game ever, the Buffalo Bills and now Taylor Swift. I'll let little Ella explain because the local uh, news in Buffalo got a hold of her. The two guys in front of us were yelling to um, Jason, like, give her a chance. And then I get Jason drunk his beer and then he, he, he opened up the window he climbed out of the suite and then gave the girl next to us a photo and then um he said let's show taylor this sign yeah so uh he hiked her up and ella had her sign above her and Taylor gave a big wave and a smile. What a guy, right? He tailgated with the Bills fans, drank out of their bowling balls, whatever was in them, cheered on his baby brother, lifted up the little girl so she could meet Taylor. What an absolute gem of a man. said farewell to Canadian filmmaker Norma Jewison, who died on Saturday. She used X yesterday to say, Moonstruck was one of her happiest and most fun experiences ever, all courtesy of Norman Jewison. You remember the movie Moonstruck with Nicolas Cage? I can't do that. Why not? I'm in love with you. Snap out of it! I can't. And in uh, 1988, Steve McQueen on the stage of the Oscars would say, Winner is Cher in Moonstruck. And she would thank on stage that night, Norman Jewison, who is originally from Toronto. And when you look at his credit, it's unbelievable. Nominated for Best Director, Best Picture for Fiddler on the Roof. His movie In the Heat of the Night won Best Picture in 1967. He's a seven-time Oscar nominee who got to start directing musical specials on television in Canada. But such a versatile director. Uh, he directed musicals, like I said, Fiddler on the Roof, Jesus Christ Superstar, to comedies with Cher and Moonstruck, and to thrillers like the original Thomas Crown Affair. And, of course, making that film in the heat of the night, which focused on racism and social injustice. He did it all. He was 97 years old. Incidentally, the Oscar nominations are coming out later on this morning. Oppenheimer and Barbie are likely to rake in uh, more than a few nods, with Oppenheimer still riding a high after winning Best Motion Picture Drama, Best Director, and Best Drama Actor at the Golden Globes recently. And like every other year, just before the Oscars are announced, the Golden Raspberry Award nominees are announced. These are, well, the Razzies. The annual awards to honor the worst of the year. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire list here, but The Expendables 4 leads the Razzies with seven nominations. Until I read this this morning, I didn't even know there was an Expendables 4. That's this is a low movie, right? Anyhow, he got seven nominations. The Exorcist reboot, Believer. And Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey are tied for second with five Razzies each. 
And I look over the list. I totally agree with Vin Diesel being nominated for worst actor in the last. And you can put as the worst in every Fast and Furious movie as far as I'm concerned. Man, that guy is brutal. I know the movies are popular and they're fun and they're over the top. But that guy might be the worst actor in the world to me. And <laughs> stand him, Vin Diesel. And I can't disagree with the Razzies either with Pooh and Piglet as bloodthirsty slasher killers in the worst screen couple category. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that makes sense. Coming up with Kevin Martell. Great story about a, a local woman here in Regina who held on to a winning lottery ticket for a couple of months. Didn't tell her family till Christmas. I guess she was cleaning out her purse when she discovered a, a couple of old lottery tickets, scans them. Sure enough, one is worth $100,000, so, so she keeps it a secret from the rest of her family until Christmas morning. That must have been quite the thrill to share. And hasn't decided fully what to do with her winnings. More on that coming up with Kevin Martell. It's Got to give props to the Regina Pats, raising more than $18,000 for the Children's Miracle Network through their online auction for uh, SpongeBob SquarePants jerseys. They're rather colorful, and they helped them win on Saturday night. And the Pats continue to do great work in our community, too. They're having a uh, partnership with the Canadian Blood Services. They call it the Hockey Gives Blood Campaign. And uh, the Pats, along with K9, are... Helping to save lives with uh, their own blood drive and encouraging you to join them uh, tomorrow between 5 and 7 at Canadian Blood Services. From the NHL last night, the Bruins beat the Jets for a fifth straight victory. Winnipeg lost 4-1. Bruins lead the East. The Eastern Conference, they're on top with 67 points. Canucks still leading the West with the Jets just two points behind them. Who would have ever thought that Canadian clubs would all be doing so well and at the top like that. Jets and Leafs tomorrow night. Here's something I thought I'd never see in the NHL. Happened last night. The Penguins scoring a goal on a delayed penalty on their own net. Now they got Crosby back on the ice. Latang's got it. and He'll bring it along in the delayed penalty. Now this is big for the Penguins. They're just trying to kill as much time off. It went in! Oh my goodness! The goalie pulled. Latang has it. He goes back to Malkin. And Malkin can't handle this back pass. It goes off the blade and into the back of the net. And whoever touched this puck last for the Coyotes is going to get the goal. Yeah, that happened in the third period, about 10 minutes to go against Arizona. The Pens are down 3 to a delay penalty. And the Pens pull their goalie, right, for the extra attacker. And they start to head out. But then the pass goes backwards and... Into the net. Oh, that must have felt bad. Corey Perry introduced as an Edmonton Oiler yesterday. He declined to shed much more light on the situation that had his contract terminated by Chicago, only to say he's working on himself. You know, uh, over the last two months, I've really had a, a chance to reflect and, you know, get the help and take full responsibility for what happened in Chicago and try to better myself. Those are the things that I've been working on. I've been working on 
uh, with people in, in the mental health field and um, in different fields. So it's, it, it's been a, a long time to get back to this, to this spot, um, to be back on that ice with, with players in, in the NHL. And, you know, I have to, have to thank, you know, my family, my friends, all the, all the support I've gotten, the support from my, my counselors, and just trying to better myself each and every day. And from where I was two, two months ago to where I am today, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's been a world of difference, the, the help that I've gotten and, and to where I've come from, where I've come from. Corey Perry, now an oiler. And uh, as you know, I'm an oiler fan. Some of you have asked what I thought of the move. Well, uh, if I was running the Oilers organization, I would have signed him too. It's pretty simple. You sign Perry, you're going to the Stanley Cup final. He's played like 196 playoff games, got 124 points in them. A cup win in 2017 with Adam. Three other trips to the finals with Dallas, Montreal, and Tampa Bay. Sign him up. And remember, the NHL never thought to give him any further uh, action or was necessary for whatever happened in Chicago. That was Chicago's decision. And there were a number of teams going after him for their playoff runs. Connor McDavid, he was asked. He said uh, he disliked playing against him, but welcomes him for uh, the Oilers' playoff run. Hate to play against him, love to play with him. You always hear, you always hear those about certain players, and he would certainly, you know, fit that category. Did I dislike playing against Corey Perry? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, most players do. He won't play tonight against Columbus. Nor will he play Thursday against the Blackhawks. I'm not surprised. But uh, likely Saturday, he'll uh, hit the ice when they take on Nashville. Meanwhile, in Chicago, six more weeks for Betsy. Connor Bedard is going to be out six more weeks, the Hawks announced, because of that broken jaw. Six twenty-two now. I'm Greg Morgan, and uh, I love my association with all Alzheimer Society here of Saskatchewan and in Regina. I am uh, honored to always host their gala, and whenever I can to get the word out to support, I will. And uh, they shared with me uh, some of the paperwork from this study that came out this week from the Alzheimer Society of Canada, and it's literally stunning here. Within twenty-five years, we will see a hundred and eighty-seven percent increase. In dementia diagnosis. From 650,000 Canadians living with dementia to more than 1.7 million within 25 years. And the Alzheimer's Society sharing the message to challenge government now to start preparing. Now's the time to make the right medical choices and improve medical care. From the University of BC Geriatric Medicine, Dr. Roger Wong. Multiple reasons. Population is aging. The presence of different risk factors that will lead to dementia, some of which are modifiable. And so there are things that we can do. Yes. And it's got to be done starting now. It's still one of the most underfunded diseases. Far behind cancer and heart disease. The funding is incredibly low in comparison for Alzheimer's. And look how... 
ginormous of an effect it will have on in 25 years or less. There is some good news, though, too. In a separate study out of Sweden's University of uh, Gothenburg, they found a blood test that looks for a certain type of protein, and it could be seen and used to screen for the disease before symptoms begin, which is pretty cool. The company assisting in this discovery announced that it's the latest breakthrough that will be available for clinical use by the end of January and may also become commercially available uh, before the end of the year. And in uh, similar research, too, they have discovered that taking multivitamins can stop you from getting dementia. Here in our province alone, providing care for Alzheimer's disease and related dementia costs is nearly a billion annually. And uh, about 18,000 people live with Alzheimer's disease in our province alone. And there are uh, studies happening right now, which is pretty cool. University of Saskatchewan researchers, they're busy addressing early-stage Alzheimer's with their own treatment. It's called NeuroEPO Phase 1 Trials, actually showing some pretty promising results, too, with a majority of those participating who received the treatment experienced an increase in cognitive uh, stabilization and function. In other words, not curing, but just holding it at bay. And, and now the team is preparing for Phase 2 clinical trials by selecting patients and They're trying to do their best to secure funding, but uh, more support is uh, definitely needed here, too. But uh, still, Alzheimer's research, research, one of the most underfunded. I I just shake my head sometimes when I I see these studies and what it's going to be doing to our population. And uh, the need there is greater than ever before to, uh, to slow the situation down, that's for sure. Hey, it's back to school today, and uh, the teachers... On the Albert Street Bridge here in Rajani yesterday, I couldn't believe how many. I, I crossed the bridge. There's so many honking horns. Gave them a honk myself, and uh, they had their signs. Massive support, at least from a honking perspective, they won. But I don't know if Samantha Beacott, the uh, president of the Saskatchewan Teachers Federation, got a phone call last night to say, let's go to the talks. Nothing to indicate that happened yet. So who knows? How long will it be before they take uh, another move? We'll have to wait and see.